0: Music has changed. How it makes us feel, never will.
1: The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Hi, and welcome back to the Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast, proudly brought to you by Old Mutual. My name is Mac G, and last week we heard from DJ Shimza about his journey to the top. And on this week's episode, let's look at some of the thinking that made him who he is and how he treats his brand like a business. If you'd like to be a part of the Amp Studios or check out all the masterclasses and content we've created for you, just go to www.ampstudios.co.za. That's www ampdstudios.co.za or you can send your name to our WhatsApp line on uh, 081-707-6636. That's 81 707
2: So after some time, I was like, okay, cool. we we sort of like building a name in the hood now. There's like this young boy that's, that's like really a good DJ. He collects music, you know, and I understood that for me to be top of mind, top of my game, I need to be that guy that introduces the new music that's always doing, like, fun stuff while he's DJing to get people interested, you know? So after some time, I was like, nah, man, there should be a next level to this, shit. you know? they, There must be something else I can do to, to grow my brand, you know? And I was like, this boring hood does not have, like, Proper event. I think with with the smaller yana database that I have around Timbisa, I think I can I can host my own event maybe once a year. You know, so I started doing my own birthday parties every year, I throw a birthday party at Caprivi, and then I could see the response. It was like now people felt attached to my brand. You know, it's like this guy's from our hood. We want to see him succeed. You know we wanna support him as much as 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 we can and it's because they they saw me from from ground coming up like literally fighting every week literally going to to parties literally being known for being that boy that used to stand next to the speakers and just watch the DJs you know and bouncers trying to get me out of the the party or whatever and they be on some nah like this kid is not here to drink or to misbehave he's just here to listen to the music and watch the dj just let him be you know so they had like a, a sentimental value to to the to the brand that i was becoming and they they wanted to be part of that you know and i was like i need to take advantage of of that thing you know no one is doing what i'm doing in Tembisa. So yeah there are a lot of dj's but no one really understands what it is to to go for what you want you get me like i remember even with the conference none of the djs in in my hood went to that conference you know and some of them were were guys that could afford to go but they didn't see the need to go to a stupid conference in 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 newtown for a whole week you know but because i went to school and I, I looked at things in a different in a different manner. I saw the importance of why d j u decided to have this conference for young upcoming people to understand what it is to be in the music industry. you know, so I took that approach and I was like, Cool, I'm gonna start these things you know and I started with my birthday parties, started hammering them. They used to be like the biggest thing in the hood, you know, a good sound system, proper equipment, and just like basic marketing you know and little did i know that i was with those birthday parties that i was hosting i was setting myself up to to the festivals that i host now i started from scratch i know what it is to print a flyer on a black and white paper you know have a flyer that's in black and white with just dj shams outdate, date and that's it you know and As you, as you, as you go to these conferences, you start seeing how they package their parties and you're like, oh, this is dope. Who does these posters? You go and look for that person. You're like, I want to do something like this. When you get to that person, that person tells you, you need a logo, dog. You're like, what is a logo? You know, it's, it's your identity that you're going to carry through, you know, even if people don't know your face, but if they know that you have a logo, it's something else, you know, and. I I I remember I I when I was when I was working on my logo I took a picture if you know how my logo looks it's like SH and then the I is like a, a silhouette of like a person holding a bag and MZA and that silhouette is is a picture of me that I took in the back of my of my mom's house you know and like even now when like my international management is like you need to change this logo I'm like i'm I'm not going to do that, you know, because this has like a personal thing to it, you know, it's not my face, but when I look at that that eye in that picture, I'm like, I'm from an era where I used to carry a small bag of vinyls to gigs, and this was at the back of my mom's house, and it's got a story about how, after some time when i was I was sort of like... A bit established, and I was making a bit of money, the first thing that I did was um, demolish that house and now build another house for my mother. you know so it's like humble beginnings from the back room where I used to sit, where I used to where I used to live, to where I am now, you know So that logo, if I change that logo, guys, look for me, sit me down, and just explain to me that guy. He sat with you and he told us how important that logo was. With with what was happening in Tembisa, I was like, okay, cool. Um, we're doing these birthday parties. They're quite cool. But Tembisa is known for pubs and Caprivi. And, and those are like small places. And I go to these festivals that Brawili is, is taking me to. And I can see how big a party can get. And I think there are enough people in my hood to have a big party, you know? So I was like... I'm actually going to do a party. When am I going to do it? One day I was chilling. It was Christmas day. You know how everyone just goes home for Christmas, you know? And my mom wanted to go home, which is my grandparents' place, for Christmas. And I was like, I'm going to stay at my home, which is here in Temvisa, you know. So you can go to your, to your parents' place. I'm going to stay here. you know. So I was there just chilling, alone, no Christmas lunch. And I was just bored. You know, all my friends were with their families. There was no party because everyone is just with their family. And I was like, actually, this is the day that I'm going to do a festival on. Because there's one, nothing's happening on that day. Two, all the businesses are closed. So no one is going to say they're going to a shisanyama or like they're going to a kapel or whatever, you know, because everything is closed. So if I can create something for people to to have something to do after Christmas lunch, I think, I think I'll nail it. And that went back to my one year in, in, in my marketing diploma um, course, where it's like, you need to study who you want to do stuff for, you know? So I saw a gap and, and that was the opportunity. You know, I was like, I'm gonna do this thing. So first year I take a small venue for like 3 400 people and I'm like I'm doing a one man show it's going to be one DJ one artist the whole night you know and like people are like why would you want to have a party where you're the only DJ you're going to get tired you know and I was like this is going to be a platform for me to interact with the people that that follow me the whole year so this is going to be the only party where they're going to get a full experience of who Shimza is. So I will not get there and play for an hour like I like I do every weekend. I will be there for like six hours, eight hours, and I'll DJ. And during the break that I will take, I'll have one artist to come and perform, and that's it. After that artist, I will I will go back and DJ, you know? And the reason why I took an artist is because I saw an opportunity in in using that artist's fan base. So even if people didn't want to come for me, they would come for that artist, but they would be exposed to me from the time they get there till the artist gets there. And after that artist gets there, the only thing they are going to see on that stage is me. You know. And I understood that there was the branding opportunity of what I was, what I was creating. You know. So that's where my one-man show started, I was like, I'm doing this thing, and I'm going to use it as a as a vehicle to expose my brand to to people that like bigger brands, you know. So I did the first one. It sold out, like at nine, doors closed. I was like, "What? What's going on here? You know? And after that the the feedback was so dope, you know, because I understood that the sound system has to be right, the venue has to be right. The music has to be right. The artist needs to be right. So I gave them an experience that they were not used to. And that's because I thought out of the box. I didn't think of, let me just do another set, by sing on Christmas Day. You know, I, I, I thought beyond um, how a normal Joe would, would sing, you know. So the next year, now people are asking, when when are you doing the next one? I was like, nah, chill, you know. We'll do it again next year in December. They're like, no, man, you need to do one during the year, whatnot. Now I can see that there's a demand. So I need to cut the supply so that they crave for it and come back in December again. So the next year, people are talking about this thing the whole year, you know. And then I was like, okay, cool. Who's popping this year? That year, Zex Bandwini was like the biggest thing ever. Like he was out with Juju, clap your hands, all those hits, you know. And I was like to Brawili, Brawili, you know this guy. We need to have him at the show in December. Cool. I Ziggs agreed. He's like, okay, cool, I'll do it. I never do gigs on Christmas Day, but I think we wanna help this kid grow, you know. And I I I booked Zaggs and I just started marketing that Zegs Bantuini is coming to Tembisa. Like, people went bananas, you know? So I realized that I couldn't go back to the same venue because it wouldn't make sense. We would sell out at half past seven and then would have people standing outside. And, you know, that's that's money that I lost, you know? I was like, I'm going to go to a bigger venue and take the risk. So I went to a bigger venue. The demand was so big that I could automatically see that this is going to be a big party in December. And I was like, okay, cool set everything up um, for the day, hire the sound, hire the security, everything is set to go for the 24th for setup, and then the 25th is going to be the actual show. So I was like, okay, cool. Now that I have this event side sort of like on lock and people are sort of like warming up to it, what is it that I can do like to make this like, something quite special and for people to, to like be, be part of it even more, to have like a, more of a sentimental value to the property than it just being a party, you know? I was like, okay, cool. I know that on Christmas Day, I was home one day, and I didn't have, my mom was not around. She went to her mom's place. My friends were with their families. But what about the kids that don't have families? What happens to them during the day on Christmas, you know? So I was like, okay, cool. The festival, people come late anyway. So I'm going to create a part of the show during the day that is going to cater to like orphans from around Tembisa. I'll create like a mini show for them during the day. They can come through, have fun, cook like a Christmas lunch for them. And then later on, we pass them out and then it's the festival. And that's how the charity part of the show came, you know?
1: I hope you're enjoying this episode of Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after these. What if you could be rewarded for taking
0: control of your finances? Old Mutual Rewards wants to partner with you on your journey towards financial well-being and empower you to achieve your financial goals. With Old Mutual Rewards, the more you learn, the more you earn. You'll be awarded points for making use of old mutual rewards online assessments, calculators, short courses and other financial tools. You could also earn points for successfully referring a friend. Additional points are awarded when your financial needs are met with certain old mutual products. And for every 10 points you earn, we'll give you one Rand that you can reinvest into the savings portion of your old mutual money account or two-in-one savings plan. Or spend at any of our many reward partner stores, see our website for a complete list, or even donate to charity. Registration is easy. Just go to the Old Mutual Rewards website at www.oldmutual.co.za forward slash rewards and sign up. It's free and open to everyone, so why not join
1: today? Welcome back. Let's get back into this week's AM Studios Music Industry Podcast.
2: What that did for me, without me even realizing, is that it created like a a social responsibility part to the show, you know. I didn't understand it at that time. I was just doing it because it felt right. It felt like I needed to play a role in my community since I'm being supported so much by people around. I need to give back to the community that's building me, you know, and that was the one thing that I could do for, for my community. So. That thing that, that, that I did brought me closer to now corporates wanting to be part of the show because it's not now just a bash in the hood. People get drunk and that's it. We are using that bash element to give back to the community. You know, So after all the fireworks, after everyone's drunk and they've had fun, Tomorrow, we're like, hey guys, you guys had fun. You bought alcohol, you bought tickets to the show. Um, part of that money, you didn't have to take it out of your pockets to say, I want to buy school shoes for this kid. We used your money while you were having fun to buy school shoes with that money. You know, so it it was not, yeah, it was not, it was not uh, ah, please give us money so we can buy these kids shoes. It was like We'll give you we'll give you your value for your money. You you're not paying for the school shoes. You are paying for your entertainment. But we're gonna take the money that you are using to do something else with it, you know? And it made sense because you are not running a pity party. You are giving people value, but you are using that money for for something else, you know? And that helped me with with getting closer to like the government, you know, where the government is is now in a position to say, yeah, this is a bash, people get drunk. But it's something that we can we can align ourselves to because it's got a social development sort of angle to it, you know. And now I I could sort of get funding from government to say, Oh, okay, cool. That venue is not good for your event. Come like we'll give you a stadium so that you can you can do this thing of yours. We won't charge you for it. We won't give you money, but we can give you access to our services because you are helping us achieve like a certain mandate within the government, you know? So that's how it opened up that avenue. And now while, while I was inside there, I was like, oh, sh-. So there are funds that the government give to arts and culture um, events that have an impact in the community. So now I can now um, apply for those, for those funds to make sure that my event grows bigger I have a bigger budget to throw a bigger party to attract more people so that I can impact more lives after the show you know, so that's where the the partnership with with the government now started making sense and 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 gelling into to each other you know so i I never looked at my event as as just a party for people to get drunk i I looked at it as as an event that's going to build my brand, as a DJ, because like I said, I'm going to book a ZX bandwini that people want to see. But before ZX gets there, I'm the first and the last thing that they are going to see on that stage. So, and I remember one day, you remember how Zahara was so big. I, I did a show and I booked Zahara that year that she was like the biggest thing. And I had, families coming to the show to see Zahara. Do you know what I did? I took Zahara, I put her on at 2 a.m. So the whole night, we, we ended up having families now having fun at the festival because they're with their families, they're having fun waiting for Zahara. But we unlocked that, that, that mentality of old people thinking people just go to events when they get there. It's like, everyone's just misbehaving. We're just having fun, everyone's just drunk, we're having sex, we're just taking drugs. And you know, they they got there and they got to see, oh, okay, so there's a stage and like, it's a proper stage. This is like stuff that we see on TV. And how that helped me is that the next year when the kids asked to go to the show, it was like, ah, no, it's cool. It was safe last year. We were there, you know, to see Zahara and, that's how the show grew, you know. Like everyone now is like, okay, we like that show. It's a, it's a good show. It's, it's not like, and I don't, I don't take advantage with everything that I do. You, you don't, you don't take advantage of, of the people that that support your shows or your DJing career. You know, practice. It's the same thing as as what I was doing when I was still when I was still like focusing on the DJing. I used to practice a lot because I don't want to take advantage. Like oh, uh, now nah, people know about me so I can play a shit set, you know. Always make sure that you, you, you deliver in everything that you do. So fast forward to, to, to the shows becoming a success. I lost a lot of money with those shows because I would, I would play the whole year, um, DJ, save up money because I didn't have any sponsors. You know, I didn't have any sponsors because I didn't have a solid enough brand that they would want to be part of, you know? And I understood it. I didn't take it personally. You know, I was like, even I wouldn't want to tag my name onto something that is not try, tried and tested. You know, I wanna see okay So therefore I can help him by putting my brand onto this thing to amplify it, you know? And I just went bit by bit asking and people giving me funny stories, but I didn't stop. You know, I just kept going. I kept losing money, um, but I was I was learning in the process. You know, I was learning that security is very important. You need to make sure that you've got your people in certain places. You know, so the the losing of the money was not a was not a problem for me because I knew that I I'd, I'd have to work harder the next year to make the money back. You know, as time went. This now started turning into a business because now we can't be wasting money and losing money. You know? I had to sit down with people like, that would help me understand the, the business of what I was doing. You know? So like, set up a company. You must have a company that's going to run all your properties. So if it's merchandise, if it's your gigs, if it's your, if it's your DJing money, it needs to come into a business account and you need to be an employee of that company. So you have a separate company from the 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 company account. people pay into the company, and the company pays you as as an employee. Your bank account is not your personal account, even though you're the director you you are the guy like even yesterday I posted a picture on Twitter and I was like like I'm the boss, I'm the business, and I'm the talent of of my company you know so i had I had to set up structures in my company to Sort of make sure that things go accordingly. That the invoices that are done properly, my taxes are in order. You know, so that tomorrow when when an old mutual say we wanna be part of your show, hi old mutual, I hope you're listening. You know, karatech check there. You know, um, when when an old mutual comes to to say we wanna be part of the show because we think we can open up. Um, my show has about fifteen thousand people. Like now, you know, it's probably one of the biggest shows in Egorline, or well, in Kouteng. You know, if a if a brand say we want we want those young people that you have at that party, I've got like the systems in place already. When they say we want your tax clearance, we want all of the, those things. We want a track record of what you've been doing. I've got an office to say we need to write a report for every event that we do. Um, for, like, we need to know who came to our parties, what were they drinking, what were they eating, where are they from, you know? And that's the information that brands want these days. You know, that's, that's, that's what we're selling now, you know? That's, when you, when you have an event, don't tell a brand that you've got 10,000 people at your event. And when they ask you, where are they from? You're like, ah, oh, I don't know, from around. You know, they're like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, you know, because we need to know where we're going to be selling. We need to know who we are going to sell to, you know, and if this makes sense to us. If this person is saying he's got 18 to 32-year-olds, are those the people that we want? And now we are in a space that that's quite cool because everyone wants kids that are just fresh from, from high school. You know, because they're the ones if, if I open up a bank account in grade twelve or grade eleven, I'm most likely going to keep that account for the rest of my life. Because it's got a sentimental value. It's like it's my first bank account that I've always opened. You know, I'm a rano you know about bank charges and shit because of Twitter. So it's easy for you to to maneuver. But when you open up a bank account at in matric, you're most likely just going to go. So they want those kids, like even beer brands, they know that once they catch you after matric, you're most likely going to always drink that brand unless your income starts to change, you know? So at the time that we, we're in now, and I can see like, there's we, we young people in this room, you know, look at, look at what you're selling and how you can sell the data to brands because brands now want data and not numbers. Okay, well they want numbers, but they want the data more because that's what's more valuable to them. You know, so now I'm at a I'm at a point where because I've built so much, I can walk into a a boardroom, you know, with 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 a brand like an old mutual and say, I've got a show, I've got Fifteen thousand young people um, that your brand can be exposed to. Here's the track record. I've got ten years of experience building this property. This is where it comes from, and this is where it is right now. And I think you could use the data for X, Y, and Z. And then they say, Okay, cool. This actually fits into our mandate and where we want to go. You know, so let's partner. You know, and that's how you you turn your brand that you created yourself into a business, understanding your customers so that you're not selling the property. You are selling the customer. You can, yeah. You're not selling you're not selling the festival. You are selling the people that are coming to the festival. So that's 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 one thing that I've also understood. I've got I've gotten to understand that yeah, your festival can be the best thing ever. And I, I, and I compare, you know, I, I go all out for my festival. Like I'll have like the biggest stage and I worry a lot about the production, um, fireworks, all of that stuff. And you get to a job a day, there's 30,000 people. The stage is shit. It's just a drop, drop down banner, a DJ booth, and, sound, and a sound system, not even screens like on stage to make the screens look, to make the stage look nice. But they've got the business model. They're like, we we are not selling the festival. People are going to come anyway. So we are selling the people to our brands. They make tons of money, you know, and that's 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 the that's the experience that we as black young people don't really have because like both big both big concerts have been doing festivals for years, you know. And they've got that experience that they they need to share with us. I think even with this, they, they should have a, a a workshop for for young upcoming promoters. And I don't understand why they don't do that because I think maybe they don't want people to be in their space and know their secrets. But I feel like bit by bit we sort of like getting to that level, you know, uh, understanding what it is that we need to sell to brands to make our our shows much more bigger you know because i i'm sure if i can get two million for for my show or like three million for from a brand they will see the value because i've i've got the data that they want and i can call the shots you know when they come to me and they say we want your data your your show has fifteen thousand kids every year um we want to be part of the show for the next five years I can say, okay, cool, how much do you have? And they say, we uh, have got 200. And I'm like, nah, you're not, you're not getting this, you know. And I've got something to bargain on because I've built something from scratch that they want from me, you know. So just build, guys, you know, build.
1: That was an AM Studios Music Industry Podcast brought to you by Old Mutual. I hope you're learning a lot and loving the series. Please subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss out on more. And if you'd like to see videos or access more content or even use the Amp Studios facilities, or maybe you just want to be part of our Amp Studios journey, go to our website. That's ampedstudios.co.za, A-M-P-D studios.co.za and sign up there. You can also sign up by sending your name to our WhatsApp line on 081-707. Double six three six. That's oh eight one seven zero seven double six three six. Music has changed.
0: How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual.